welcome to another episode of the Soul Circle Podcast. I am your host, Jennifer Beltoff, and I am grateful to have you joining me here today for a brand new episode. This podcast is dedicated to sharing stories from the heart so that you can know, see, and truly believe that you are never, ever alone. We are on this journey together, and we can do so much more with one another than we ever can by ourselves, which is why it is not only a podcast, there is also a corresponding community space, and I invite you to come on by and say hello. The link is at my website, jenniferbeltoff.com, and also in the show notes below. All right, let's jump right on in to this week's episode where we are going to talk about our word of the year. Did you choose one back in January? One single word that you could tuck into your pocket and see how it manifests throughout 2021. Did you choose one? I did. And there have been times and years where I have chosen words and totally forgotten about them until December. And then I'm like, wait a minute, what was that word that I chose? But this one has truly been front and center for me. And the word that I had chosen was expand. And this practice of choosing a word has been something I have been doing for years now. And it has been wonderful to just watch the way the word unfolds in its own way. That is the magic of it, where I think it's going to go one way. And then it absolutely goes into a completely different direction. And so we have five more months left of this year. And I want to look back and see what ways has my word already manifested? And what ways might it manifest in these next five months that we have? And so expand. This was my word. This was the one that I chose to tuck into my pocket. And to me, the word expand means taking up space, allowing me to go beyond. And when I think about taking up that space, it's really knowing that I'm worthy of whatever space I am standing in, whether that be standing in my very own living room, by myself, or be around family or friends, at work, or in a group of strangers, no matter where I am, I am worthy of taking up whatever space I'm taking up in that moment. And I really want to expand into my goodness, expand into allowing myself to appreciate any goodness that does come my way. Because I am so quick to usually brush it off and say, ah, I mean, that was okay. And not give myself the credit for what I so rightfully deserve. And how often do we do this to ourselves? I can guarantee I'm not the only one that has a hard time really taking compliments or really appreciating and acknowledging the hard work that I have done to get myself somewhere. And I don't want to push that away anymore. I want to expand into it. If a compliment is coming my way, if I have worked so hard for something and I've made it come true, I want to acknowledge that. 
I want to allow my heart to open up into it and really feel it and know it. And then give myself permission to stand in that goodness and feel it, really, truly feel it. Another thing about expanding is really giving myself that space to know that I'm worthy, worthy of being seen, worthy of being heard. And this is a very basic human thing that we all want. We all want to be seen and heard for exactly who we are. There is no question there. And I really want to feel this and know this deep, deep, deep inside my heart. And so now I look back. Looking back from January 1st to today. And how has this word manifested? How have I really absolutely been able to expand. And one way has been with teaching. When the pandemic had started, I was teaching on Zoom classes online and fumbling my way through and figuring that out. And what did it look like? What was it going to be? How often did I start a sentence and not know how to finish it or just fumble because it was a brand new territory for me. And it was great to be able to experiment, to be able to see what worked, to see what didn't work. And I found my footing and I found a rhythm that felt great and comfortable for me. And then an amazing opportunity opened up where I was able to teach at the library. And after a year, uh, over a year of being pretty kind of solo, right? Where we, I wasn't going out much. I wasn't around a lot of people. I wasn't used to doing things with others so much. Having that chance at the library felt a little scary and intimidating because would I be able to do it? Would I be able to show up in it and actually provide for the individuals that were showing up? Would I give them something that they could walk away with and feel grateful that they showed up for that class? And in doing that, I knew I had to really feel deep in my heart what I wanted to do in that class. And I had to hone into that and be really present with myself. And oh, it was wonderful to be together in person with others. And I saw the way that I took lessons that I had learned from online and brought them into the physical space. And almost walking into that room, I felt myself expanding where I was kind of in this tiny little box of, okay, gosh, do I want to teach? Is that really an inner drive for me? And I definitely want to do that. And I found my way doing that online and it felt comfortable and it felt right. And it felt like something I was able to do. But now I'm going outside my comfort zone big time. Am I going to be able to do it? And I did. I absolutely stepped in to my own light. And I took up space. Going to a class and just being a student is one thing where I can just show up. I can listen. I can learn, blend into the background if I feel it, you know, don't have to be that center of attention. But as the teacher, I had to be that center source that was providing the information and the content and the inspiration to the individuals in front of me. 
And so it's a totally different feeling than to just be attending. And I stepped into that light. I stepped into that space and I embraced it. And so grateful to see the way that I courageously showed up when I was pretty terrified, you know, terrified that I was going to fail, that it wasn't going to work out, that I would totally forget what I was going to say and stumble and fall or certain things wouldn't work and certain things wouldn't resonate. And it's funny because I think no matter how much we do something, we could do it every single day but still might have that little inkling of like nervousness before you do it, right? And I think no matter how many times I will teach, there will still be those little nerves wondering, is people going to show up? Will it resonate? Will it be a good experience? And that's normal. That is perfectly normal within us to feel that way. And it kind of gives me that energy of having to overcome it a little bit, you know, because it's like that last second, like, oh, can I just cancel? Because you're, you're in those nerves of it. And then you show up and you do it and you're like, oh, that was amazing. And it is a whole process of proving to yourself what you really are capable of doing. And it's amazing. And I think about expanding. And just the way that I am expanding more into my own inner self-confidence and not worrying so much about outside judgments or thoughts or patterns, but really what truly feels good to me, because that's really what matters the most. And I wasn't always like that. I would put on this lens of worrying about what other people were thinking or what other people were doing and thinking that my life wasn't as good or as grand or that I should be further ahead or I should have slowed down on this and in constant comparison. And that constant comparison really gets me nowhere, for sure. It gets none of us anywhere, right? It's this vicious cycle that brings us down is really all that it is. And stepping into this year, I've been stepping closer and closer to this confidence where I'm not so worried about what's happening outside of me. I'm more concerned about what's happening in me. What are these feelings that I'm feeling? And is my reaction to them the right one? Because I've definitely had wrong reactions where I'm upset about something. And then I'm taking it out on the wrong person because I'm really not honing in and processing what it is I'm upset about. And I know we all do this as human beings, right? It's this natural thing that we do. But I want to pull that back. I want to be able to slow down and really tune in to what it is that I'm really feeling and then stepping forward in that direction. Even if there's a whole group of people out there saying, Oh, that's not for you. You can't do that. And that really comes in harnessing my voice and using it. And this podcast has been an incredible source of growth for me in that department. This is now episode 38 or 39. I think it's 39. I'm not sure. (laughs) But goodness, 
never in a million years would I think that this would be something that was absolutely possible for me. I was that shy, quiet girl wanting to blend into the background. Really? Am I going to share my thoughts, opinions, and ideas on a podcast for anyone to listen to and take in? Could I actually do that? Would I actually have enough to even say? I think that was my biggest fear is, what am I even going to say? And it took a lot of work. In the very beginning, I was writing down what I wanted to say. I had to get it all put onto paper before I could even turn on the microphone. Because if I just turned on the microphone, it would be radio silence. So I wouldn't know what to say. And as I showed up week after week, I've been getting more comfortable with it. And it feels great to expand into this and to really see what is possible. Where I never in a million years would have thought this would have been something that was possible for me to do. And I see now, yes, it is possible and I enjoy it. I love sitting down here and having the opportunity to share with you. Having the opportunity to voice my stories and my feelings and hopefully allow you to know and see that you're not alone in those feelings that you have. That we're all human and we all go through these emotions. And it's okay. You know, we're in it together. We are absolutely in it together. So this podcast, definitely a source of expansion for me. And I love that. I love that um, honing into my voice. And I see now where I want to do that more often in other spaces and in ways where I'm really standing up for myself in terms of what I know feeds me, what I know helps me to thrive so that I'm not just surviving and going from one thing to the next, but that I'm truly thriving in the best possible way that I can. Because if we think about it, life is short. We have no idea when it's going to end. We have no idea what's even going to happen next. I mean, if anything, this virus was a huge wake-up call for all of us because we saw that we don't know what the future holds. And here in New Jersey, things were starting to get a little bit back to normal. It was coming down. Mandates were changing. You were able to go out more. There weren't as many restrictions. And now possibly that's going to start changing because of different variants or what else might be happening. And so it becomes even hard to, to plan for what our future is going to be like. And that's a huge reminder to live in the present. And to be happy with what you have right now in front of you, because tomorrow, as you think it's going to be, is not guaranteed at all. And so I know in order to make whatever my moments are, be moments that I'm enjoying, that I have to use my voice, that I have to stand up for what I know is right for me. And in doing that, that might mean shifting into different spaces, finding new things to do, 
but not staying somewhere just because, well, it works. You know, I have a choice. We all have a choice. And it's whether or not we're willing to take the risk and go into the uncomfortable and see if what we think will work for us will, then we ever know if that is our thing. And so when I talk about using my voice so that I can be happy, so that I can live an environment that is right and wonderful, for me, it definitely is in the form of work. And I don't know what my future state of work is going to look like. It's a bit up in the air. I do know sitting at a desk for eight hours, five days a week in an office environment drains me of my happiness. (laughs) Like that is a proven fact for me. It definitely leaves me feeling drained, totally unmotivated, unhappy, and just not where I want to be. And we're in this world now where we don't have to sit and be complacent, where there are other options and opportunities out there. And so, you know, the potential for me to seek those things, the potential for me to use my voice to express what it is I need. And is there a way to find a compromise there that could work for both parties? And if not, you know, do what you have to do. And so really honing in on that voice and knowing that it's not about this right or wrong or this I don't even know. It's just really about me staying true to me. And I think that's what we all need to recognize and know that it is possible to do that. It really is possible. And so I love the way my voice has been getting stronger over time. And I see it from that shy, quiet little girl that I was when I was young, trying to just blend into the world and hoping nobody saw me and to the way I have morphed and grown and really found my own footing and found my true self. And in finding my true self, that's when my true voice is coming out. And it makes me so happy, so happy. And it's taken work. My goodness, it's taken so much work. It wasn't just something where I snapped my finger and I'm like, nope, I know today who I am. That's it. Goodness, the number of books I read the classes I took, the chances that I tried and I failed and learned from. I mean, so much has gone in to me finding myself. And it's been a wonderful journey and an absolutely incredible journey. And because of that journey, that is why I chose the word expand, because I've seen how far I've come. But I also see that there's this room for growth. This potential to do what's always been marooning inside of my heart. Just willing to have to first acknowledge that within myself and then trust that it will happen in the way that it is meant to happen. And leaning into that trust is one of the hardest things, right? So often I say, I trust, I trust, I trust. And then there's that little doubt in the back of my head of like, oh, but I really do want it to happen. Please happen. Will it happen? And, you know, you just doubt and you wonder. Now, how else have I expanded since January 
to now August. And definitely, for sure, I've expanded my ability to open up and invite others in and share stories from my heart. And I've done it in the classes that I have been teaching and being very vulnerable with them and sharing sides of myself that I haven't done before out loud. I've done it in writing. That's easy for me to do. But to do it out loud, to speak those stories, to see others' expressions, why I am saying them, has been a big leap for me. But it's also a leap into that worthiness and knowing that whatever story I'm feeling, whatever emotion is there, I'm worthy of feeling that and expressing it. And I deserve that space. I deserve that time. I deserve to be heard and seen. And I don't have to blend into the background or pretend to be someone that I'm not. I can be exactly as I am. And that is an amazing feeling to be able to stand true and stand up as myself. Oh, what a big word, right? Expand. It feels so spacious. It feels, it doesn't feel like a giant undertaking. It feels more like an opening. An opening into this unknown. But knowing that whatever this unknown is, it's going to take me in the direction that I'm meant to go. Because I've done a lot of the work. I prepared myself for this moment right now. And I wouldn't have chosen this word if I wasn't ready for it. But I'm ready. And it's really important when you feel something inside of you. When you've done the work and you know, like, yes, this is, this is my time. To say it out loud. And to be very intentional about what you are saying. And I didn't realize this so fully until I recently just had a session with Tara. And Dustin and I are trying to have a baby. I had had a miscarriage and I'm older, you know, so always I've just been saying, if it happens, it happens. You know, we both are on the same page where we don't want to do IVF or you know, any other journey. It's, if it happens with us, it happens. If not, we are both very happy with our relationship. We know we would have a beautiful life together, even if we didn't have children. So just embracing what is meant to be for us. But because it is this wild unknown, right? And you almost don't want to get your hopes up because there's that potential that it won't happen. And so it's this weird, delicate balance where you want to claim it and say it, but then you want to be like, yeah, but I'll, I'll, I'll be okay if it doesn't happen. And yes, I will absolutely be okay if it doesn't happen. But that also doesn't mean that I can't say that I really do want it to happen, that I am ready for that journey, that I am ready to step into that new phase of life. 
And so when I was with Tara, she actually had me say it out loud and say exactly what that would look like and feel like for me if it happened the exact way that I wanted it to happen and unfold. And what an incredible gift to be able to just pause for a moment, really, truly think about what I would want that to look like, to be like, to feel like, and say it and feel it and know it like, yes, this is exactly what I want. And I almost feel like that's what we do when we choose our word of the year. We choose a word that we know we're ready to embrace. And we don't really know how it is going to unfold or what it's going to look like. But we know now is the time to step into whatever it is. And so also when I think about this word expansion, in a way I never thought of it in January, I also see it as this expansion of a family and creating that together with Dustin. January, that wasn't on my radar. And here we are now, you know? And so step into your word. Step into whatever you think it is going to be that you are ready for and claim it. Absolutely claim it and know that you're deserving of it. And know that you've done so much work to get to where you are today and give yourself credit for that work. And look back. What was that word that you chose in January? What did you tuck into your pocket? Did you forget it? Don't worry. I've forgotten mine many times. It's all right. Go back and dust it off. Go back and see how you can maybe be a little bit more intentional about it. Intentional in the means of just keeping it top of mind. And recognizing when it is happening. Recognizing when that word is showing up for you in the most unexpected ways. Because it will. It will absolutely surprise and delight you if you are open to it. When I chose the word love, the year that I met Dustin, that was not my intention. It was really for self-love for myself. But at the same time, gosh, looking back, I didn't even realize I did it by claiming it. But I made that art piece where I wrote down, if I was to find someone, this is exactly what I would want from that person. And it was who Dustin was. Incredible. I didn't even know him at the time. I wasn't even looking to be dating. I really wanted to explore myself, get to know who I was at the core. But because I chose the word love, I was like, but you know, if I were to find someone, this is who I want that person to be. And it's incredible when we put our intentions towards something, when we claim it, when we get really, really clear about what we're willing to put up with, what we're willing to also not put up with. We need to know both. We can't just know one side of it. Because there's always that both, you know, both sides of the coin. Claim it. Claim whatever it is that you're ready for. I am going to keep 
claiming this expansion, expansion into a brand new world. But I don't know exactly what it's going to be, but I know that it's going to be filled with connection and love and happiness where I'm doing the work that fills me up and fuels other people, where I'm able to keep going forward on my journey and learning more about myself and harnessing my own inner power and the gifts that I have that this world needs. I want to expand into that. Truly, deeply expand into that. What about you? So if you have a word from January, go back, dust it off, see how far you've come, see, you know, what things might have manifested that you didn't even notice. But if you didn't, choose a word. It's not too late. Choose one now for the rest of the year. What one word do you want to manifest from now until December? Write it down. Write down what exactly that word means for you, your own personal definition of that word. Because words mean something so different for everyone. My definition of expansion could look so different than yours. So really, what does it mean for you? And don't put down your notebook yet because, of course, I am going to give you a writing prompt to go along with this week's podcast because we always want to take a little step deeper into what we are talking about here. And of course, we're going to do that today. So for this week's prompt, you're really going to look at what it is you want to claim for yourself. What is it that you need? What is it that you're deserving of? And really be honest with yourself and wholeheartedly believe whatever it is that you are putting down onto the page. And you're going to start with the words, I am deserving. I am deserving. And claim it, know it, really feel it deep in your heart that you are worthy of whatever it is you're putting down on the page. I am deserving. I am so grateful to have had you here with me for another episode. Thank you for being a part of the Soul Circle journey. And again, come on by to the community space. We'd love to hang out with you over there. And there'll be a new episode next week. So tune in and I will talk to you then. Until then, have a wonderful week ahead. Talk soon. Mm-hmm.